0: oh wait no longer greatness has arrived welcome to episode 317 of the trophy room a playstation podcast made by the players for the players i'm your host joseph aka mr Badbit, and it is here where we me and my best friend kyle talk about the latest the greatest in all things playstation of course this week we're talking about how everyone and their mother is leaving e3 monopolies being bad since hasbro told us in 1935 clouds being the true next gen factor last of us on pc being a hot mess and so much more but with all that said with all that out of the way the greatest co-host whoever is whoever will be making his grand return mr kyle stevenson how are you sir
1: I missed you. I missed Missy. everybody. I it's I'm so happy to be back.
0: Yeah. This feels nice.
1: It feels it feels like I'm back into a routine that I missed. W- didn't have for 2 weeks. It yeah. was weird. You I was sick? only planning on going to be gone for last week cuz of packs. Yeah. But good old stomach bug Ugh. came back into the Stevenson house Stevenson household and uh Mm-mm. was it was it a good time? <laughs> well
0: <laughs> First off, I'm so happy to have you back. Shout yes. out to Miles. Shout out to Logan that got you back. Uh, Absolutely. But I'm going to be real with you. It felt really <laughs> weird. Like week one, I'm like, okay, Logan's here. It's yeah. going to be great, right? Someone fell through. Miles was able to swoop in. Thank you so much, Miles, for being the lifesaver mm-hmm. that you are. But like while recording with Miles, I'm like, this is weird. This doesn't feel like the trophy room. I, Not to say I don't like this, but I don't like not having you here. You know? Yeah. So the feeling was very mutual, and once I actually ended the recording with Miles, I th- I thought, next week I get to record with Kyle, and I got really excited. Yeah. And I was talking to our good frenemy, Sean Capri, about it, uh-huh. Uh about recording tonight. I'm like, I'm not even excited about recording the show. I'm just excited to see my friend.
1: <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. Because it, it the, the few texts back and forth, uh, it's just not the same from sitting down, and... Mm-hmm. And a bullshitting around. Yeah. As and we do.
0: Can I Can I be real? I don't care if this podcast, this week's three hours long, five five hours long. I don't <laughs> care. We're making up for lost time as far as I'm Buckle
1: I in. We got a lot to talk about. <laughs>
0: so much. There's so much PlayStation goodness,
1: gaming goodness
0: to talk about. But before we do, the question that everybody's been asking, because I've been seeing it. I've been living vicariously through you. Was yeah. How was your Pax Man?
1: How was Pax East? Oh man. So let me get the elephant out of the room. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Day one. Yeah. Day one, Joe. I developed blisters on the balls of my feet.
0: Ooh wee.
1: On both of them. Oof. Day two. Uh, warning, I guess everybody. Uh-oh. They popped while I was walking around oh, the show floor. No! <laughs> oh no. Oh god. Yeah. Hey, I'm back, everybody. Enjoy. Yeah. And, and so I was there for another two days. Oh no! Uh, so it was nonstop pain. It was yeah. awful. The Oof. the pain the pain was was real bad. And then on top of that, Come on the way home, we'll I'll get to the games and all the the goodness in a second. Yeah. On top of that, when I get home, I stopped at Best Buy to pick up my copies of Resident Evil Four and and will be the show. Sure. And as I'm walking out because I'm in so much pain and I just want to go home, I didn't see a hole in the parking lot oh god and my ankle did the it like it like uh, uh, wobbled real bad because i dipped in the hole and i landed straight on my left knee and i braced myself with my right hand yeah i i don't know if you could tell in the intro but i i can't do the because it hurts so bad like i can't do the the call thing this feels weird yeah um so I have been in a lot of physical pain, yeah. but the emotional it? supportive and loving packs that I had was, uh, incredible. It's exactly what I needed from people, you know, congratulating us on the showcase to playing dope games, to seeing friends and giving them hugs and, uh, meeting for the first time in person, like, uh, uh, asa green river i uh, yeah. got to finally meet in person to who's on the show yeah give him a big old hug uh our, our friend uh luke lewis uh who i've been on his podcast many different times Ooh, i got to say hi to janet garcia and michael hyam and steve That's sailor awesome. like these amazing people that I, I love so much and uh and then play great games on top of it it was awesome it it came at the perfect time yeah
0: uh packs back you think it felt like it was back this year.
1: Um, I- Interesting. Okay. It's, it's an interesting question because okay. it was a good packs, Right. I felt like there wasn't a, there wasn't that game, that hidden gem that okay. people were like, oh, hey, go to this back corner and play this game because gotcha. it's awesome. Gotcha. I, I I didn't I didn't get that a whole lot like in years past there's always been a game where people's like you have to go check this out mm. um, I didn't get a lot that personally maybe they were just telling other people except for me I don't know yeah um, but there were great games there which we'll okay. talk about later um, and the show floor was a little bit smaller mm. interesting so there wasn't as many like the the you you've been before like yeah. the the outer aisles are usually pretty close to like where the bathrooms are yep. on the walls of the convention center there was a solid 40 50 feet from the bathrooms to where that wall started oh wow and then all the food trucks were inside so Interesting. there was a lot of space that was previously used for games and for booths like playstation
0: and or like xbox yeah. Or whatever so yeah so
1: like none of the big guys except for nintendo were there and thq Nordic had a pretty big booth Process. thing yeah. But like there were uh, and Devolver obviously had that amazing booth. Um yeah. I mean there was amazing things there. It just didn't it have was the a, factor. It was a good PAX. It wasn't okay. a great PAX, at least yeah. for me for games. Fair. But
0: you were on a panel, right? Multiple? I was.
1: I was on video game trivia live. We've done that ourselves. Mm-hmm. Great um, show. Great show. Oh, Jacob McCourt is a master master yeah when you when you see this because it's going to be a vod at some point when you see what he was able to do in that hour and how he controlled that room with hundreds of people there who showed up to watch mm-hmm. he is a superstar there, there was at one point where um he asked a question about uh, a game for he does like a, the metacritic score where sure. we have to guess what the games are uh what they got from critics and uh, somebody raised her hand and said, "Oh, I reviewed that game for like a French outlet." Oh, wee wee. And uh she would not answer because she doesn't speak English all that well. Without missing a beat, he went straight into French and started running all over the floor straight up to her and had a great French conversation. Holy crap. And like without like I was my mind was blown. <laughs> just how on top of it it was. He's he's incredible. I can't wait for people to watch that and like Friends and colleagues are on panels. I saw a lot of their stuff. Uh, Question. Harry, our editor-in-chief. You'll like this. Harry oh, uh, right. Loazidis, our editor-in-chief over at 61 Indie. He's going to be a published author in an Elden Ring psychology book. Oh, I'm a little insulted. I was not consulted, but that's fine. Well, you have to write things. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, and he's going to be in that book, and uh, I'm very proud of him. Nice. Mike uh, hosted a couple panels. It was on a couple panels. Yeah. It was it was a really fulfilling Pax, and uh, I am missing everyone a whole lot. Fair, um, but yeah, it was good. Nice. Um, I'm glad to be home, but I, I also miss being so close to people. I can hug them and just touch chat your and faces. hang out. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, next year, I'll be going. We'll be going, and I'm saying it with confidence and gusto. We'll be doing a panel, and it'll be the best. Hell panel. yeah! Because I said it, and I will it into existence.
1: Absolutely.
0: That said, Kyle, this isn't the PAX podcast. What are we talking about here? We're talking about PlayStation, and we got a whole lot of it. Of course, if you like what you're hearing, you like what you're seeing, please drop us a review over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We are only four. Five-star reviews away on Spotify from hitting 500 reviews. If you're on YouTube, please hit like, share, subscribe, the bell notification, the whole ladder. Okay, it's a whole lot over there. But You we know what definitely, to do. You know what you do. You're a pro at this at this point. Yeah. Of course, before we get into the news, it's time for a Patreon pitch. Like we say each and every week, the reason why we look so good, sound so great, is because of your generosity over at Patreon.com slash Ash trophy, I want to thank our newest members, Somnia at the Gold Tier, our premium producers, Todd Burowitz and Toxic, our platinum producer, Brad Presnell, Brent Gillian, uh, Jedi Master Ren, Cowboy Danger D, Jonas Young, Jose Jimenez, the Green Gorilla Gamer, Chaotic Monkey, Millennial Falcon Gaming, Ryuko Kill 90, Sith Lord 92, Stephen Flesh, and Strubles and Bits. I want to thank our Gold members, Awesome Dave, Cypher Primus, Bretos Maximus, Bolgen, Doth Simon the Pie Man, Daniel Wells, DJ, Hercules 89, Elo 2032, Jesse Garcia, JB the Purple Monkey, Hyde Indoors, Katie, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Kevin Ainsworth, K Grimm, Lamb Chop 93, Marcus O'Neill, Androsasaur, Astronaut Jr., not to be mistaken with Astronaut Sr., Rick Arrington, Joanne Roxia, The Aztec King, Robbie Bobby Miller, Brenton Zachary, Brenty Bob, Bubble Boy N7, Captain Logan, Final Fan XZ. Hambone, JD Dillinger, M9 Prime, Stone Cold, ET, Tino 6 Speed, M. Cly, H85, N. Johnson, Sean McKenzie, Matt Pugh, The Red Arrow, and Spammin. Bammon. Of course, it's your generosity that keeps this show going. So if you ever got, if we ever got you through a long car ride, tough day at work, whatever your situation is, it really does help us out if you throw us a buck our way over at patreoncom psrofium, Because guess what? The Adobe bill is in, and oh God, it's scaring the living bejesus out of me. <laughs> so uh, it really, it really does help because we edit the show in premiere and premiere saves me a whole lot of time but that's not an ad for adobe because let me tell you they also give me a whole lot of trouble
1: (laughs) (laughs) hey hey you know what else could help out the show a whole lot what's that buy our merch
0: oh my god and you could do that over at bonfire.com slash store slash the trophy room a playstation podcast link in the description it'll be a bitly link because it's nice i love
1: love seeing the shirts out in the wild the people rocking them it's amazing Right. Yeah, going to got the gym, it. working out, and I'm, oh my god, it, it makes me feel good, so yep. good.
0: Yep, it's awesome to see. Oh my goodness, and we'll re- Listen, if you get merch, we're gonna retweet that. We're gonna oh, like 1, it. We're gonna share it. You know, I, I 1, share your trophy room pride with us, folks. Yes. You know? All right, Kyle. It's time to
1: square up the news. Let me let me shake off the yes, rust. <laughs> you got this. <clears throat> no stress. First bit of news. Two square up, it comes from Cat Bailey over at iJAN, and Cat writes, Rumors swirl around E3's future as Sega, even more publishers, back out. iJAN has learned that Sega and Tencent will be skipping E3 2023 amid rumors that the promised triumphant return of gaming's biggest event may not happen after all. IGN reporters have spoken with numerous individuals in publishing and PR who typically have knowledge of event strategies, all of whom expressed concern about the status of this summer's event. Many told us they hadn't heard of anyone else who was planning to attend for sure, and some said they felt there had been a significant lack of communication from the ESA and organizer ReadPop as to what exactly they should expect from the show. Several Several described the situation as one where everyone was waiting for someone else to be the first to jump, but no one was willing to take the leap, and time was running out. As one knowledgeable source put it ahead of the Monday news of Ubisoft's departure from the show, quote, there's no possible way this show can happen, end quote. Neither ESA nor ReadPop responded to IGN's request for comment in time for publication. And in breaking news, yes. we're taking over E3. We'll That's be right. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. We won't be there. No. But can you imagine? It's just us in the middle of the, the E3 show floor. <laughs> and hey, like, like, what's up,
0: PlayStation? Come on over. <laughs> come on over. We just have a popsicle stand type of like thing. <laughs> makeshift. Um, yeah. No, Matt Kennedy writes in, hey guys, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo will not be at E3 and pretty much knew this. We all pretty much knew this. But now Ubisoft, Tencent, and Sega. Is this really the end of E3? Or do we think that a huge overhaul and rebrand will or can save it? Will another AA or A-Indie developers and publishers be able to keep the flame going, and will E3 even be affordable for them to keep it relevant? So so many great questions here, Matthew Kennedy from The Star. Kyle, first off, is it possible to say Sega without doing it like the Genesis?
1: Uh, no. I feel like... uh, it's like those um, uh, uh, red light cameras that catch people speeding. Yeah. If you don't say it that way, you'll get a fine in the mail. Yeah. And, <laughs> like <and> like
0: <laughs> and like you have to at least say it internally. Like there's yeah. no way the champ doesn't you know ring no, true. Absolutely. Nonetheless, I mean, Kyle, we've been talking about the death of E3 for like three years now. Yeah, we've been talking about it losing relevance since PlayStation backed out of it in 2019, and we're all like, "Boo, PlayStation!" But it, I mean, it, it it seems like that was the canary in the coal mine, was it not? I uh, I don't know. I think this is the end. <laughs> to put it plainly, I think this is the end of E3 as we know it. Um, yeah, there was only one po- company that could save it, Reed Pop. Um, that wasn't Jeff Keighley, and this is it. I don't know. What yeah. I, What are your thoughts on this, man?
1: Um yeah, E3's dead. Yeah. And it makes me sad uh cuz it was like my christmas in the summertime. It was something to get super excited about and celebrate gaming. And what is it now if it's not just another and I don't mean this in a bad way. Go for it. another PAX. Right. Where it's a, a smaller show with indie games and it still could be incredible. Mm-hmm. But E3 to me was all about the big games, the AAA, yeah. quadruple A, mega blockbusters. Uh, there were indies, of course, there at E3, but they never got the coverage because everyone is is talking about like the Zeldas, the yeah. Final Fantasies, the Last of Uses, the Uncharted, the Halos. So, uh, not having all these major publishers there and it being more of a indie focused show as of now that excites me because i would love to see indie stuff get more represented and talked about yeah but it's not the same as the e3 of old no and and i do find it very interesting just how much jeff keighley likes just poking poking <laughs> around that's
0: now he liked my post
1: that's very nice yeah. uh just hands. poking around like, when something Compliment. bad about e3 happens yeah like it, like it, hours after th- this came out, he tweeted out about Summer Game Fest, whatever. Yeah, and I, I, there was a, a lot of uh, uh, tweets I agreed with. I'm going to read one right here because go for it. I want. I didn't want to forget this. This comes from at uh, Baby Corsola mm-hmm. on Twitter. This always being being tweeted right after bad E3 news every year gives me the ick. And referencing the Summer Game Fest announced. Yeah. June 8th. I can understand if it was a viable and exciting replacement but it's been going years now and hasn't ever come close and I feel that in my Summer loins. Game Fest is exciting, yes, but it's hasn't once touched E3 yet.
0: No, I don't think well, I don't think any of these shows really have touched the the no. the, the the fever, the excitement that E3 has and I'm going to be real with you um, you know, will it Overhaul or Rebranding save it? I mean, they tried if read pop 10, was was the was the chance that they took and they couldn't deliver, you know? I I think even their CEO even stepped down. Um They, they couldn't get the job done. What are they going to the do?
1: Done. Leak everyone's info again?
0: I mean, I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, you know, without the big names there, you can't have E3 even in LA, right? Like, the reason why, like, Pax East is in, you know, Boston is because it's an affordable city for the most part. The LA just convention center is so expensive to maintain that you can't just have indies there and it be self-sustaining. There's an awesome tweet that I wish I saved from an indie developer going like Summer Game Fest can never replace E3 because the 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 shoot your shot the elevator pitches the meetings behind closed doors those mm-hmm. can't be replaced and mm-hmm. until there is a actual replacement of that um then these things are you know it, it's never going to replace it and the games that could could have been will never be and i think that's the thing that really depresses me because i've seen some people go oh i think this is a good decision i'm like on paper sure because you get all mm-hmm. these publishers saying, you know, for, you know, the cost of pennies to the dollar that we usually spend millions on for these conventions just to rent spaces, we could throw a fraction of that into a cheap production team, uh, not to speak any ill to anybody making like an Ubisoft Word or anything but that like that. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you can hire a, a production team that's going to be cheaper. They're going to... Do the thing that you want them to do in a controlled environment, meaning you're not going to showcase a game. And then, like, for example, Assassin's Creed, you know, stalls on on the show floor. And that's an embarrassing moment. Or like Nathan Drake is caught on a uh, on a piece of graphic and can't move. You don't have those moments. So you get these safe presentations that I think because they are so staged and safe, they feel sterile. And we walk out of every one of these somewhat disappointed. Because leaker A and leaker B got it wrong and leaker C got it half right, right? Yeah. I think we kind of ruined these things for ourselves, build them up because we want to have the E3 moments and just don't. So while on paper, this makes sense. And I've been saying it for the longest time. I think the last few state of plays and directs have gotten to the point where this has become so formulaic. They don't feel special anymore. Mm -hmm. And I will give a shout out to Xbox. Because I think their uh, Bethesda direct back in January, or, or that's a good one. Developer was awesome because that's what we want to see. You know, I think there's a way to do these directs where it's not just some ambivalent voice from beyond, where it's actually, "Hey, we're bringing the developers on. Here's here's this this game that we're so amped to talk about. Here it is, right?" Mm-hmm. I think if we can add in the personal moments and the personal touches and not just get Jim Ryan out there speaking nonsense but get the developers out there speaking the you know the hype that is their game their passion then you can you can have those moments but for me i don't know man i it, there's not enough here to keep it to keep it going and to keep it relevant and it's sad cuz i think you're right Kyle uh, yeah, Game Fest, Brag all you want how you how you lived, but I don't think you killed E three. I think I think E three did it themselves. To be honest, you're the
1: only place in town. Yeah, where where who else is doing what E three is doing or what you're doing, Jeff? Yeah. Uh, and, and and besides the the devs and publishers themselves and the platforms themselves, they're doing it. But there's no outside thing that's bringing people together, and the one. That is doing it seemingly doesn't have anyone going to show up f- for their show,
0: and I mean it's because these publishers realize they could they are the audience they 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 put the yeah. butts in seats right like yeah. so it's like Ubisoft's asking E three what do I get out of spending millions upon millions of dollars on this if I can get a similar response with way less like you can't argue I, that you know
1: to, just to add something um, go for it please. Uh, I won't say the dev just for their privacy, but at PAX, um, I overheard them talking about, um, and and, and friends who told me this and and confirmed it that just to get internet access at the booth at PAX at, in Boston was five thousand dollars. Yep, that is just for internet, that's yep. not for the space or anything. So just multiply that by I don't know four for e3 in la yeah like that's that's a lot of money that could be put into a vi- a, a visual only presentation and and save that for marketing or or making exclusive deals like yeah. there's there, there's better that ways money. to use the money yeah.
0: exactly and in I mean for the developer side as well just to give some like positives you know pros and cons like they don't have to waste six months editing a vertical slice right they can make a awesome game instead so Mm -hmm. it's sad to see i've come to the point where i am nostalgic for e3 but i don't think uh, as as sad as i am to see it go it makes sense i just hope that summer game fest stops becoming a calendar and starts becoming a thing where it rodeos everybody you know corrals them yeah you yeah. know, to say, "Hey, this is a one-week span. Go ahead," because yep. I think that's that's the real problem with it. If they could solve that, then Jeff, you get to earn the bragging rights. But yep. do right all now- the
1: directs and showcases within a few days of each other, and then do the in-depth uh, previews and and uh, deep dives into games that E three coverage was. Yeah, the rest of the week, I think that is for me and for you probably the ideal scenario. Of- Absolutely that time in the summer
0: yeah so arasa pc3 because probably by the time this episode's out it will be confirmed that they are no longer with us
1: konami the last one standing (laughs) or are they gonna do their own thing
0: who knows i mean that's even in flux now probably they'll probably be partnering with you know partners at this point like a playstation showcase yeah all right kyle it's time to get into the pc space all right you you got some external storage on your ram card
1: (laughs) hold on let me let me uh let me buckle in and and, and jack into the ethernet port andy robinson from pgc the last of us pc has been heavily criticized on release day for poor performance the pc port (laughs) kyle stop the
0: voice it's gonna kill you it's gonna kill you
1: (laughs) (laughs) i've been gone for two weeks i'm excited the pc port which was handled by naughty dog and developer iron galaxy was released on steam and the epic game store on tuesday following a short delay from its original release date which had been planned for the start of march at the time of publishing the game has quote unquote mostly negative reviews on steam with a significant number of players complaining about performance issues and crashes naughty dog's tweet read quote the last was part one PC players. We've heard your concerns, and our team is actively investigating multiple issues you've reported. We will continue to update you, but our team is prioritizing updates and will address issues in upcoming patches, end quote. Naughty Dog. terrible optimization, end quote, reads one of the game's user reviews marked as most helpful. Game takes more than 8 gigs of VRAM on medium settings, 100% CPU utilization in menu. Unusually for a Sony Interactive Entertainment game, there are zero reviews for The Last of Us Part 1 on PC published on Metacritic on release day, suggesting that press either did not receive review codes or did so extremely late. However, some content creators have begun sharing their early impressions. And in part two of the story from Push Square, Naughty Dog outlines its plans to continue working on PC projects in-house. Naughty Dog developed the PC iteration of The Last of Us Part 1 and states there was, quote, a large amount of tuning, tweaking, and even rethinking, end quote, required to make the project possible. At the bottom is a section titled The Road Ahead where Naughty Dog declares it will continue this approach stating that quote developing for both platforms empowers us to incorporate lessons learned from either into the overall design of our games sharing our stories and experiences on PS5 as well as PC is something that Naughty Dog has embraced and will continue to support moving forward end quote. What this means for upcoming multiplayer offering factions is anyone's guess, but if there is a silver lining, it's that Naughty Dog will have certainly learned important lessons about optimizing a release for PC after today's rather frosty reception. Kyle, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? I did. Congrats on getting the steelbook finally. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Only
0: well, costed me a hundred dollars in a broken game inside, but <laughs> <laughs> I got it, and this
1: is a thick case. This is a thick boy yeah. case, man.
0: It, it comes with the doesn't
1: fit on the yeah. It doesn't fit on the shelf all that great. Mm-mm,
0: no, so, yeah, I had to pull it from the Mando helm. That said, Kyle, <laughs> oh boy, man, move over, Craig the brute. Make way for Steam Jet Deck Joel, who is now my favorite <laughs> meme. Yeah, I saw that. I'm so sorry to all the developers following me. I will be using it from here on out. It's not a reflection of your work.
1: It's when just did a Eugene of my- Levy do mocap?
0: <laughs> That's the thing. It, God, this is a mess. Um, I'm seeing it a lot of places. I've been seeing some people going, I don't know what y'all are talking about. This is fine. Sure. So, but from for the most part, I, I see the graphical issues. I'm not deflecting for PlayStation's behalf. No, mm-hmm. it's bad. Um, just awful. Like, Joel looks... Like a shell of a former Joel. Like, it's just <laughs> of a shell of a former Joel. So, like, it's just, it, oh, God, bad. That said, the Muffinmon writes in, with The Last of Us Part 1 uh, PC port sitting at emotionally negative reviews with tons of crashes, optimization issues, I can't help but feel this was a case of getting out the door uh, to cash in for the show ASAP and fix it later. A situation without much regard for the consumer. It's also weird that the port has, or was not done by Nixus but by done by Alex. Iron Galaxy. Do you think this will impact people's perception of PlayStation on PC ports going forward? Mm. Yes. Um, You know, I haven't heard bad things about the Spider-Man ports. I haven't heard bad things about the God of War port. Horizon. The Horizon port was met with a lot of issues at launch. Mm -hmm. That was, I believe, a different team here as well. It seems like a lot of it was done in-house by Naughty Dog, but Iron Galaxy as well um partnered with them to get this port out the door and you know a lot of people are pointing to iron Galaxy's uh poor port of the arkham games um mm. being like why would you partner with them mm. that said i feel like this is an issue outside of our realm to an extent because yeah from what i can tell a lot of pc ports are getting are really hot out of the oven recently like um resident evil 4 had some issues small minor i think hogwarts legacy if i'm not mistaken but i'm also thinking dead space as well had massive issues Mm. out the gate when it came to regards to the pc port so i feel like this is a problem across the board but if i'm playstation and this is like my fifth game i've ported out here and it's coming in hot this is not a good look dude I think this would definitely impact people's perception of PlayStation PC ports going forward. Absolutely. I don't yeah. know What say you, my friend.
1: I mean, how does it not? Yeah. How, how does someone see what's going on and be like, you know what? They're fine. It, it, it obviously is a huge hit. Uh, yeah, they had some great ones. Uh, yeah. But they need to figure out what went wrong and then make sure that never happens again. Mm-hmm. And I, again, it's outside our realm. I have no uh, uh, knowledge on yeah. Iron Galaxy's PC ports, other than the or just PCs just our, in general, or just PCs in general, <laughs> beeps honest. and boops, ones and zeros. Yep. Um, so I'm not gonna say it's all Iron Galaxy's fault. I have no idea, but I think Naughty Dog is is uh, uh, a very smart developer, and they will learn from their mistakes. Sure. And I think PlayStation is also smart enough to make sure this doesn't happen with, yeah. arguably, their biggest IP right now.
0: I th- And I think the most important one at this juncture, yeah. which, I mean, yeah, you screw. screwed. I mean, I, w- I don't want to blame any of the developers, like Iron Galaxy or or yep. naughty dog. You know, every time we see it delay which it was delayed by a few weeks, we're always like, yeah, delayed game good or whatever and a bad game bad forever, whatever the Miyamoto quote is and I my ADHD broke it up. Uh but when you see issues like this happen, it definitely feels like they delayed it to a, a, as as much as they could um for it to have the most impact for after the show was, you know, wrapped, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is definitely Not to say cash grab, but for sake of, you know, me trying to find another uh, word is, you know, they're trying to get as much money as they can from the HBO release because they see it, right? PS5, PS4 sales of The Last of Us skyrocketed because of the show.
1: Again, it's a smart move. Yeah.
0: So while it is a smart move, kind of just like how we talked about uh, prior, though, it's a good decision on paper. Yeah. In in actuality, not much. Right. So I, I definitely find that the blame is somewhere in a suit c-suite position right some exec making the call of like this is as further out we can push this thing for most impact uh and this is definitely a eh, we broke it this is a learning lesson we'll fix it and we'll let the consumer pay for it that's what it kind of seems like to me there's there's no defending it. it's awful that said bertos maximus writes in Here's a question for The Last of Us PC edition with The Last of Us being an absolute, absolutely huge at the moment. Do you think the devs have made a bigger balls up? I think that's a British thing, but if you got me to say something perverted, guess what? You didn't have to tease me. You could have just said it. I would have said it. Anyway, then CD Projekt Red did with Cyberpunk. If so, will they recover from this? Have a good one, guys. And welcome back, Kyle. Hey, thanks, Bernos. Uh, no, of course I got to recover from this. I don't yeah. I I don't think this is the the biggest mess up since CD Project Red cuz that thing was broken on a lot of platforms. Yeah. This one was broken on whole one plat uh, platform. Yeah. Again, very bad, but it's akin to like what we saw in Cyberpunk with uh with one of the dolls standing outside the you know the club where they were like, there was no textures on them whatsoever. Mm. seems like there's a lot of textures and shader issues and crashes, Mm. similar to that, what we saw from CD. But though I don't think it's a bigger mess up, it's still embarrassing, but I think it, whatever naughty dog needed to prove that they need more time on the last of us multiplayer game. They just proved it here. Cause that's the only way you fix it. You fix it by, you know, a fixing the product as fast as you can, with you know consideration to your team, but at the same exact time, you fix it by saying, "Hey, we obviously need more time handling these PC things since we're so new at it. Uh, we want to make sure that the Last of Us multiplayer game is playable day one on PC and PlayStation, just like Herman Hulse has said last year. So we need more time on this thing mm-hmm. uh, because that's how you prove it. Prove I'll say, prove people wrong. That's how you win back folks. So yeah." I don't know.
1: Or win over an entire ecosystem that you're trying to yeah. uh, uh, make a uh, uh, not foothill, a game. strongholding. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're they're trying to get more people into their IP and their own ecosystem of like, hey, this game's cool on PC. You know what? Maybe I'll pick up a PS five. Yeah. And, and I don't think anyone is going to be saying that after this. Last of Us PC port.
0: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. That's said DJ Hercules writes in with the last of us on PC and now I uh, uh and PC always having fun slash interesting mods mods for mm. games. What kind of mods would you put into the game to make it either more interesting or hilarious? Got one. What?
1: Instead of Joel and Ellie. Okay. It's Lee and Clementine from The Walking Dead.
0: Oh shoot! And oh, <laughs> I'd damn. play it
1: all over again. Yeah, in a heartbeat.
0: I mean, with all the graphical errors, it kind of looks like the season one Walking Dead. <laughs> fair, <laughs> fair. <laughs> he's out of line, but he's got a point.
1: Um, yeah, ah, or I... or, uh, or Rick and Morty.
0: <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> Can't use that original voice cast. No. Nope. Um, Let's see, what would I put it? I would put on Leon and Ashley because I'm in a, oh, the Resident Evil mood. But sure. man, just something that makes no Kratos
1: sense. Kratos and Atreus? Yeah, Kratos
0: and Atreus. Yeah. Boy,
1: boy. what is that mushroom thing?
0: <laughs> Kill it with fire, boy. Um, yeah, that's you what I You take
1: one look at David and be like, what are you going to do? Yeah.
0: Boy, really? shoot him in the eye. <laughs> no, knee, make him feel pain, boy. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah, fun
0: little, yeah. cute little mobs. Or,
1: or like, what would uh, what would be a fun enemy other than clickers?
0: Uh, it's the cast of Bluey, because it's a fun oh, little cartoon no. show.
1: No, Bluey's amazing. Don't do that yeah. to me.
0: Nope. Yeah, we're killing all of them. Oh all those no! Little... Paw Patrol, all of them. They gotta oh, go. Oh no! That's <laughs> <I'm gonna> right. <try. laughs>
1: what if it's just the cast of all that? Oh no! <laughs> instead of instead of clickers. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. Yeah, that's what I would do. That's what I do. yeah We kill the castle bluey.
1: <laughs> oh, that, that's also I don't know why it's called that. I love all that. What was that yeah. about?
0: Oh, do you mean um?
1: No, no, I think you were t- saying like Nickelodeon Disney things. And oh. the first Nickelodeon thing that popped in my head was all Fair that. enough. I should have picked something without real people.
0: <laughs> What's the Hillary Duff show? What was the Hillary Duff show? Remember Hillary Duff had a show.
1: Even yeah, Stevens, yeah, get them, Joel go. and
0: Ellie, even Stevens, Shia LaBeouf, <laughs> damn, in that world. Right, Let's see it happening. Okay. You know? Right. Uh, what's, or what's...
1: Cheyenne Optimus from Transformers.
0: <laughs> one shall stand, one shall fall. He's fighting a bloater. <laughs> yeah, no, we can have a whole lot of fun with this. All right, Kyle, that's all the PC debacles you need to know about. Yeah. Now, it's time for... Kyle, it's time. It's time Um, to do it. Our favorite segment. Would you like me to read this? Because I kind of edited it weird.
1: Fine, if you want to.
0: Okay. We have a new segment on the show. I'm very excited about it. Very proud of it. This week on the ABK deal, too long, didn't read edition. Don't worry, Jose Jimenez. You don't have to skip because we're not going to stay too long on this. The Japanese Fair Trade Commission has reviewed the Microsoft Activision deal, this is story one, and has approved the merger. The regulatory body states that it is unlikely to result in substantial restraining competition in the country. The number of countries that have approved the deal so far includes Japan, Serbia, Chile, Brazil, and Saudi Arabia. They're all so popular, you know, they have great great ideas about freedom over there. Anyway, part two of the stories this week is sony f- around and finally fe- found out uh microsoft complained about ja- uh, sorry playstation's alleged monopoly to politicians and what appears to be a re- retaliation for sony trying to block the abk deal microsoft has reportedly been complaining about the alleged playstation monopoly in the vid- video game marketplace particularly in Japan, to U.S. lawmakers. Members of Congress asked Japan to take legal action against the PlayStation Monopoly. Previously reported that the Congresswoman Maria Cantwell from Microsoft's home base in Washington urged the United States uh, Trade Representative Catherine Tai to take up the issue of Sony having 98% monopoly of high-end video games in Japan. According to Axios, over 11 members of Congress, both Democrat and Republican, but mainly from Microsoft's home state of Washington, have now penned a letter accusing Sony of discriminatory trade practices that have asked the Japanese government to intervene. They complain that Sony is keeping the popular video games like Final Fantasy off the Xbox consoles. Microsoft has welcomed the investigation of, of course, uh, Of course, but stop short in confirming that it was them lobbying for it to happen. However, Axios understands that the company has been pushing lawmakers about this decision. Kyle, 11 congressmen out of 535 congressmen in the House of Representatives is not going to do dang diddly squat against whatever issues or qualms they may have. They are too busy uh, asking their Wi-Fi issue questions to the CEO of TikTok than to actually affect any change here. Uh,
1: Oh, my God.
0: I just want to say, because I know you don't care about any of this.
1: I I, I will say, though, this is a very, very shoddy argument on Xboxes.
0: Oh, sure. But, I mean, you can see why they're doing it, though, right?
1: Oh, I absolutely can see yeah. what they're doing. Like they're, they're acting like uh, my third third grade bully who snitched on the teacher for the smallest <laughs> little thing that I did. Like yeah. I, it's like they seem to forget that before Seven Remake, Final Fantasy was on Xbox sure. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> How about Xbox? I don't know. You make uh, games marketed for a Japanese audience. I don't know. Maybe that would help.
0: Well, so real talk, I mean, there's some argument going, well, yeah, but PlayStation played paid for X, Y, and Z. But there's argument to be had, like with Final Fantasy 16 right now, they go, listen, we made this deal for PlayStation because they have some really talented engineers, and they know how to play with this next-gen tech, and that's going to help us push this game out the door. So we're going to take that deal because they're going to help us practically (laughs) co-developed this game for us so we're gonna take it right i think there's ins and outs when we see these deals that we don't necessarily recognize but i've seen a lot of people that cover the japanese market actually kind of echo what you've been saying it's just like well microsoft you've never really tried here (laughs) you say that you try here but you don't really try here
1: and when they did try it was like one-off games and like uh oh my god what was that 360 rpg lost odyssey
0: Lost odyssey. lost odyssey the, the yeah, xbox yeah, yeah. fans look at everybody the xbox fans are, are typing in the
1: comments they're like oh
0: no no, no it's lost odyssey i know
1: <laughs> i saw that i saw that
0: case at a GameStop."
1: yeah yeah and, and then like that was <laughs> it that was, was like the only rpg yeah. that they've had for they had for a very long they're time they're
0: still heartbroken over scale bound you know yeah which honestly looked dope but yeah. there the, the even bigger argument is like playstation doesn't have a monopoly here that Nintendo has a monopoly
1: there. Nintendo's
0: <laughs> huge in Japan. So like obviously this is just to waste time because mm-hmm. PlayStation wasted everyone's time. Yeah. So this is Xbox going, okay, hey, remember how you threw a cog into this machine for 18 goddamn months? Well, f- you buddy, we could do it too. <laughs> and just threw a wrench and just see where it aimed. Of course, nothing's gonna happen here. But yeah. what I want so badly, Kyle. Is to uh-huh. be in the room where it happens. Not where the steals and the deals get made. No, 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 uh-huh. no, 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 no. I want to be in that Oval Office when they told Joe Biden about this, if it even reached his office, right? And I just <laughs> wanted to see, you know, Joey's face. I We, we have nicknames. I call uh-huh. him Joey because I'm the better Joe, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, I call him the Scrant Man. <laughs> 'Cause he's from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh and then he forgets that I exist and he rubs my shoulders weird. Nonetheless, I want to be in the room where he asks, What is Final Fantasy? <laughs> so bad. What? Well, what's up what's a a Final Fantasy? Like I just like he's just bewildered. He's got his aviators on, but he is just confused at the concept of final and like someone telling him this
1: and not not even just that just in video games in general like this is this series is not exclusive to, to PlayStation at sure. least not yet but like so you're telling me this boy has a copy of himself <laughs> and fights people with a key as a sword and they're called nobodies and heartless and goopy and donald are there what what's happening what of mark is that <laughs> <laughs> that's what Joe biden it's
0: just a confused Confused old woman, it seems like. Yeah, like no, you know what it is? It reminds me of that one one like the old the, the one video of like the guy, the young kid going to the old man, Daddy, chill. And he's the old man's response is what the what the hell is he doing that? <laughs> like when he's like, Yeah, so he has a giant gun, but it's also a sword.
1: What? <laughs> I would like to I, I would like to think the they There are giant
0: that. birds. <laughs>
1: I like the the, uh, the inverse of that where he is the biggest Final Fantasy <laughs> fan in the world yes. and knows exactly where how to get the ultimate materia oh, or yeah. like the ultimate weapons for everyone's a party member. Like, <laughs> yeah, I beat the original FF7 in uh, 22 hours. Tifa's my favorite character. He just pulls out his memory card from his like coat pocket. It's like it's right here. I carry Tifa. it with me at all times.
0: Tifa's great. <laughs> Tifa's the best. And it's not because of her big bazoongas, but because her big personality. We love her. I got to work on my Biden. It's not good, guys. I apologize. No, it's not. All right. That's, uh, let's go to the next segment. I, I, nobody yep. liked that last segment. Nobody's going to like this new segment. Introducing mm. nobody like that. Kyle, take it away from me. get there.
1: Liam Croft, no, uh, uh, relationship to Lara Croft from Push Square writes: Multiversus fans annoyed that paid they paid for a PS5, PS4 game that's going offline for months. Developer. Player First Games has announced Multiverses will be going offline until 2024, and some players are less than thrilled with the news. Players will lose access to Multiverse's online component, which has been in open beta for the past eight months. The end of the open beta period is scheduled for 25th of June, 2023, and game director Tony Hunya. I'm sorry, Tony, I butchered that. States, uh, thanks to NME. I don't know what that means. That okay. quote As part of this process, we'll be pausing updates and taking the game offline as we prepare for the launch of Multiverses, which we are targeted for early 2024, end quote. The good news is you will still have some limited offline access in the training room, as well as local matches, but the bad is that all online modes and features will be entirely unavailable for six months at least some fans especially the dedicated ones willing to spend money in game or on expect or on expensive founders packs were less than please
0: game preservation am i right boy listen you're not going to make a point with your digital you know your physical media nonsense okay you're not not with me but i see here you may have a slight point people paid b- paid money for this yeah, a, lot, a lot of money, depending on the person. Hey, but
1: Joe, don't worry about it. You can still go in the training room. Ooh, we. <laughs> wow. That sounds great. <laughs> sounds like a good time. It sounds
0: like why I paid for a fighting game. This yeah. sucks. This is not good it's news. Awful. Nope. And, uh, listen, I know the game, though did very well at launch, Um, hasn't been retaining players well. I get poorly from what I hear it could I could be totally full of shit um but this is this is not this is not good this is not the president that I want to see set here and I'm what, surprised what, they haven't backtracked already to be honest
1: why why take it completely off for six months and not do like every other weekend to work on it or like every, every why take it off like, in the first place the I mean sure but like even like and be the show in years past just an example we'll we'll turn the server off for ma- maintenance and work yeah. on it and whatnot like do that not take six months off of uh, with no online access to a game that you need that yeah i mean yes you could do you know single player and and local co-op matches which is totally fine but not for the hardcore of hardcore who yeah. wants to face everybody and like be the best of the best and this is just this is bad this real
0: is real bad. bad it's bizarre it needs to be reversed again i don't even know why you need to take it offline yeah, um I- I, I I don't understand. i mean so many games have come out of beta and they don't need a six month stint i think this is kind of their their way of trying to kind of relaunch and to maybe put some mm-hmm. second life into it but I don't know, man. But again, there is way better ways of doing this. Maybe yeah. there's like a fatal flaw in some type of code somewhere that they needed to address. Sure, but just say it. You know, at
1: one thousand percent, yeah. Just tell us why. Ugh. The the just as part of the process, we'll be pausing updates and taking the game offline as we prepare for the launch. Just why? Why? <laughs> why do you need to 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 prepare for the launch and take everything off? I don't. I, I don't understand you only have one computer yeah. <laughs> and everyone works at the same computer and and it's using too much of CPU I'm, power of, of the servers
0: Yeah, I'm just so confused I might as well be Joe Biden being told the plot points of Final Fantasy you know? 13 you're telling me there's a girl with pink hair called Lightning <laughs>
1: What's her deal? All right. Anyway. <laughs> uh, really quickly, yes. though, I don't know if you talked about it last week. Probably not, because this is a PlayStation show. Shout out to Gerard, uh, the completionist, who uh, bought everything on the Wii U and 3DS. Yeah. And then gave that those SD cards to the video game museum. Uh, museum. That's uh, awesome. Or, 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 so they're, or I think it's the video game museum. Yeah. So they are preserved, and they are there In forever. Perpetuity.
0: That is so cool, and again, we're get, entering this age of di- digital media, and how we preserve it is important. And I do believe that there needs to be a better way. I think anybody would believe that to offload these games. I mean, your PlayStation, your Microsoft, your—you you go for it, Kyle. That's what saying.
1: And, and and also, it shouldn't be in a consumer's. A job to preserve it yeah it's like Indiana. why is it why is it nintendo doing that like and, and what? why
0: is nintendo going after people who are emulating it that you're not even trying to emulate yourself to make money off of
1: exactly i
0: would understand if this was resident evil 4 right that uh-huh. games ex- yeah, like, just came out whatever but Absolutely. like it's it's weird games that like were lost in time mm-hmm. you know so like it sucks that it's like only twelve games that are the most popular games ever get get the treatment of of being like sunsetted, right? Mm-hmm. And the rest kind of just lay in this weird limbo. It's it's really weird, and we do need we do need people standing up for the consumer here because this is content that people paid for that they don't have access to, just stripped from them, you know, for x amount of months time. They, and what
1: happens when it comes yeah. back? You know, yeah.
0: It's not it's not here for per- per- perpetuity or whatever, you know?
1: Like I've heard stories. I'm I'm sure you have too of like developers or publishers trying to go back and bring a game back and they've lost the source code co- yeah. or part of it is deleted and it's gone forever. Like that is heartbreaking to me. Yeah. That the all that time and dedication into making that thing and then it just gets thrown away all carelessly. Yeah. Like that thing is, whether it's a good thing or not, it's, uh, this is going to be, let me put my pretentious hat on. Please. It's art. Yeah. Video games are art. And the fact that you are just wiping it away like it's nothing and like nothing. removing access to it is something that I beh- vehement, I can't say the word. Vehemently. Behe- yeah. That word. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. I hate it so much. It's yeah. awful.
0: Yeah. Don't like, everybody just like that. Yep. All right, Cobb. But you know what everybody's gonna love?
1: Oh, I haven't done this in two weeks. All, All right, right, here we go. <laughs> Have you been working out for this moment? Uh, yeah. I fell. Remember? <laughs> I'm All gonna go right. real slow. Oh boy.
0: Okay. So maybe take your time. Maybe maybe it's I'm slight... gonna I'm
1: gonna put a, I'm gonna put a little hitch into it, like yeah. a little hop. Yeah, a
0: little, maybe it's a, sli- a yog. I think they call yeah, it yoging. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, it's time for Flash News. Gotta go fast, except for Kyle. He's gotta take his time. Oh, God, he looks like he's real hurt. Oh, God, he's in agony. Oh, my God, it's blood everywhere. Okay. Ah! (laughs) More Final Fantasy 16 news from PAX's drop. This comes from IGN. Uh, Just some brief things. I don't want to get into any type of spoilers or anything. But, yes, you can pet the doggo companion slash friendo. wink. Wink. Wink, wink. Yep, yep, yep. And you can
1: just attack him. I think that's how he showed it off. <laughs> he accidentally did. He whacked him with a, yeah. with a
0: sword. How dare you, Yoshi P, you sick, sick son of a b- <laughs> Uh The new open world trailer is very pretty. This game's beautiful.
1: It is very pretty. Uh-oh. However.
0: You saw him squeeze it through that
1: crevice, huh? No, no, no. No, no, no. That's not what I'm going to say. It does... Give me the same kind of feeling of a lot of open areas of land that Forspoken gave me. Okay, in fair. some in some parts of that open world, it was like, "That's a large opening. That nothing interesting over there." That's fair. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Okay. No, listen. I like this. I like this, Kyle. This, this critique, Kyle. I like this. Uh, I can see that. I can see where
1: you're coming yeah. from. I'm so excited.
0: Ready for this, Kyle? Yeah ooh Resident Evil 4 Remake is breaking sales charts. This comes from VGC. The publisher has claimed that the game has sold over 3 million units in its first two days, which, if accurate, makes it the second fastest game in the series to hit that milestone. The only game to sell faster was Resident oh, Evil 6 in 2012, whoops, which shipped a whopping 4.5 million copies in two ooh. days. Oh, wow. <laughs> Had to be six, huh? A company record which lasted until Monster Hunter World, oh, thank God, broke it with a launch of six million units shipped in 2018. Resident Evil 4, that, man.
1: That Resident Evil 6 nudes should also be a part of that nobody liked that segment. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I have it. I yeah. haven't touched it yet because oh. I've been playing my other obsession. Yeah. But, uh, I love that it's it's being lo- loved by everyone.
0: Oh, we'll talk about it in a few minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very oh, excited yeah. to hear about it. Oh, yeah. Forspoken Story DLC in Tanta We Trust launches in May. Forspoken will receive its first story DLC next month. This comes from GameSpot in the form of a prequel to the main game. Hmm. In Tanta We Trust will, receive, will be released in May 26. It's set 25 years prior to the events of Forspoken, de- uh, detailing one key of battle in the game as Frey continues to research how to stop the break once and for all in Athia. She finds herself transported to the Purge of Red the legendary battle that was briefly spoken in in the game and had massive consequences for everybody involved in it.
1: Hopefully this uh, is a
0: DLC that closes up that story, since it's not probably getting a sequel.
1: Well who's making it?
0: Uh, it's it's still Luminous Productions. So it's after, still okay. Yeah, after after this DLC, they will be absorbed, which is sad. That's
1: where I was. Yeah. That's where I was. Some people
0: news. will try to tell you that's good news. No, it's not. That means that no. product that, that studio is no more.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: That said. Here's a cool one. Kyle, have you seen this? you heard about this? PlayStation 5 sales in February 2023. This comes from Insider Gaming. The U- in the United States of America, February 2023 marked the month with astronomical video game sales. Newer titles such as Hogwarts Legacy and Dead Space sold millions of copies, while older games like The Last of Us saw resurgence in sales. Games were not just the industry's only contribution to the market, however, as... Uh, the confirmed that the console sales have also soared compared to a year ago Matt Piscatella stated that spending on video game hardware had grown by 68%. Only one more percent, am I right? The amount of money spent on such hardware this year alone has gone up by 29%. The money has shot up from $678 million to $888 million year out. According to Piscatella, the significant growth had been driven by sales of PlayStation 5. It was the best selling platform in both terms of dollar sales and units in February, and year-to-date compared to this time in 2022. The PlayStation 5 did not only beat those hardware records, it made history for itself by selling more than any previous PlayStation console had. It seems that the PlayStation 5 is marking its name as the console with the biggest quarter in gaming history. This would not only be in comparison to PlayStation 5's press. Predecessors, but in all gaming consoles, I'm sorry, but I thought Sony was in the. It, it was doing bad. I thought they were in the low low. I thought they were. They're about to go bankrupt. This is the the worst
1: They're time. Dead. Dead. Many dead. people said, "Why are we doing this show anymore?" There's nothing to talk dead. about.
0: Dead, 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 dead. How can PlayStation compete? Dead console <sighs> right here. I don't know. Selling faster than the PS2, PS4 combined.
1: Wild. <laughs> we don't Absolutely talk about wild.
0: yeah we don't talk about sales often here unless it actually it matters <laughs> yeah. or, or is actually newsworthy like we don't give a shit who sells more xbox or playstation no. in the grand scheme of things but this is is history breaking and it goes to show that i don't know about you kyle mm-hmm. say what you will about jim ryan as we have our differences on the man or our yep. or, you know differing opinions on him but um Yo, know, I see, I saw a lot of people going, I think it's time for Jim, Jim Ryan to retire or, or to step down after this whole ABK thing. I think he's bad for the image of PlayStation. Well, numbers show that that's not right. That's, that's yeah. actually kind of false. Actually, mm-hmm. he's, he's, it seems like PlayStation's in, in the best position it's been in recent years because of this guy. And listen, again. I don't like his, a lot of his comments on a many things and the many gaps that he's made when it comes about comparing mm-hmm. like, you know, his animals to his workforce or believing in generations and all that. But looks like he's getting the results because PlayStation 5 is doing really well, well right now. So,
1: And it, it's also wild to see it selling so well when the future of what we're playing on PlayStation <laughs> 5 is still very much up in the air. Yeah true it's pretty it's pretty remarkable yeah
0: it's kind of like defying the odds because twitter and social media are just bashing playstation whenever they can and rightfully so because a lot of the the headlines have not been favorable to playstation yeah Mm -hmm. again because jim ryan wants to cry in brussels nonetheless man's gotten results which I would argue is maybe we stop relying on what Twitter says as, as truth and actuality to things when it's actually much bigger than what social media would try to kind of lead you to believe. That's mm-hmm. all. That's all I'm saying. It's like, everybody stop the console, and Everybody's doing great. Because I'm actually curious how, how Microsoft's doing. I bet they're doing great, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Nintendo? Dude, Tears of the Kingdom? Looks dope.
1: Redfall in, what, two months? Oh, my God. Hyped. <laughs> yeah. Looks good. Gaming's
0: great. Ooh-wee. All right. Clouds are one reason why Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shore is PS5 only. Would you like to read this one for me, Kyle?
1: Absolutely. From uh, Liam Croft, again, over at Push Square, Guerrilla Games is seeking to justify why Horizon Forbidden West DLC Burning Shores has completely dropped support for PS4, instead only putting out a version on PS5. What are those justifications? Clouds, the developer has taken to the PlayStation blog to detail how its upgraded cloud system actually introduces new content to the expansion and has evolved in the time since Forbidden West's launch. Senior Community Manager Naree Lee reveals you'll be able to find tunnels, caves, and other surprises up in the clouds as you explore them on a mount. Hmm. Quote, the best part is that depending on when you try any of these features, the experience will be different, she said. As the day progresses, the quality and direction of light change, hiding and revealing some of these features and changing the feel of each journey, end quote. You should probably expect to be gathering collectibles and completing side quests up in the clouds of the Burning Shores DLC as a result.
0: Ooh, we still so not okay. a trailer. What was it? Je-
1: poor gorilla, Joe. Why? Why? Yeah. The Legend of Zelda trailer just had things in the sky. <laughs> that was a big part of the That's gameplay true. thing. And here they are talking about, "Hey, you're going to be spending a lot of times up in the clouds. Yeah. There's things to do up there." Horizon, something, something's up with like Cursed. you have the worst karma in the world. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't. You yeah. make great things, Gorilla. I'm sorry. Timing <laughs> is not one of your strong suits. I guess. Yeah. I'm well. Listen, it's not
0: like they just released a tra- trailer and then Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, no, dropped, you I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be worse. That That's said, okay. they they gotta show me something to be excited, man. Because like, all like this sounds great, but I I need to see it. You know, give me a two minute trailer gameplay of just like this is a synopsis. Anything at this point.
1: Also, what are they? Uh, excuse me if I'm not the most knowledgeable meteorologist in the world. Sure. Clouds are just water vapor. Sure. So, what kind of collectibles are going to be up in the clouds? I'm guessing like. What? Are we are we are we chasing other uh, uh, glint hawks or stuff? I would love or to like, see that.
0: Are we having like sky battles? That would be cool. They, they
1: make it sound like there's like floating cities or something. Yeah. I, I like. I. It's Ooh, fresh.
0: that'd be cool it's, if we got a vestment. You don't know uh, that reference.
1: I mean, I I understand what vestment is, but like. Yeah. What is has best that been ever Kyle? been? It's the the Cloud City in Star Wars.
0: All right, it's a trading outpost, but okay.
1: Well, you know what I meant. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, that's never been alluded to in yeah. the two games.
0: No. Yeah. Again, I would love to see this in action. Sure. But the one thing that I I constantly think when they when they're selling me on why they're ditching the PS4 is like, why couldn't you just ditch it sooner? Because this sounds really cool, but if I'm only experiencing it in one portion of this world, why can't I experience it everywhere? It brings me back to the, as much as I loved you know, Her- Horizon Forbidden West, and I think it's an amazing game. There is a part of me going, well, you know what? Maybe this, the previous consoles are holding it back a bit. Mm-hmm. Though I understand that there have been differences between the two. When I hear things like this, it, it just perks my ears up a little bit, you know? Yeah. Of, like, what could have been. And again...
1: If, if anything, yeah, this has me beyond excited. Mm. I know you guys probably talked about it last week, of yeah. Spider-Man 2.
0: Oh, Being absolutely.
1: a PS5-only thing. Absolutely. And they're talking about clouds uh, being the reason why uh, this DLC is PS5-only. I can't wait to see what Manhattan and New York City looks like yeah. in, in Spider-Man 2. That's It's going to be wild.
0: That said... M9 Prime asks, will you be playing the Burning Shores on release? And what are your thoughts on this blog post about clouds? I will be playing this oh, on release. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. PlayStation will be giving us codes because they don't love us enough. But we'll be playing it day one. Uh, and clouds seem cool, but let me see them, man. Let me, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Let me see it, please. I, Now that
1: I'm thinking about it, that um, it. that big robo thing. What are those called? Horses yeah. in Horizon? what if part of the limbs are hidden in the clouds and that's what they're talking about oh when you're flying through and then you get to a a big limb part and you hop on and there's collectibles up there and whatnot
0: nothing nothing would would get my goat more than me hopping on one of those tentacles in, in the air right and then yeah. just gliding off yeah oh and as I'm gliding off i like call my my flying mount over mm-hmm. and then like mm-hmm. i just hop on it like Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's some Mission Impossible shit right there.
2: Yeah. All right. I can't wait.
0: Last bit of flash news. Gran Turismo free car update isn't about family. It is about more cars. Uh, And they are (laughs) the Audi RS5 Turbo DTM 19 Porsche nine five nine eighty seven Porsche Carrera uh, GTS 90464 and the Toyota uh, Alpha uh, Alpha. Alfard, Alfard, Come on. That's not a good car name. No, it's not. What do you drive?
1: An Alphard.
0: <laughs> right?
1: uh, not just an Alfard. The Executive Lounge 2018. Jesus.
0: patch will go live today. So go check it out if you're a big car nerd over there. And you're like, the Alphard's actually really cool. It has six cylinders and four
1: wheels. <laughs> All right. I would hope it has four wheels.
0: You'll be surprised. I see cars that have three, maybe even sometimes two. <laughs> But you wouldn't know that. You don't know car culture. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> all right, Kyle, it's time for some quick play. All right. Yeah. And Here's the deal. We're not gonna talk about your pack stuff because uh, that's it for a question later on. But sure. Want to talk about what we've been playing? Okay. Now, here's the deal. We have a minute for a pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't interest us, if you, mm-hmm. we're just going on to the next game. If you ask a co- question time's extended that's how this bad boy works are you ready ready kyle i have been playing what could be my game of the year that is resident evil 4 Ooh-wee. remake
1: we question yes. before we even get into it that's how i got more
0: time baby that's how you gotta play the game yeah. we
1: played this a mere two years ago i yep. feels like yep for the first time ever yeah the things that they added yeah is it better does it feel more scary or is it still the goofy backflips and roundhouse kicks and suplexes and is Ashley still annoying?
0: Okay. Great questions all around. Cause I'm going to tackle this piece by piece. Yeah. It's the perfect handshake between modernizing a classic and keeping what worked. So like it's still the basic scenario. The president of the United States, Joe Biden's come up to you. He's confused. He doesn't know where his daughter is. We gotta okay. go find her. She's somewhere in Eastern Europe, but somehow also they're all Spanish with outrageous accents. That's all still there. Okay. But how they modernize the way that Leon talks to the other characters, that's been fixed dramatically. He sounds more personable. He doesn't yeah. sound like a like just a grizzly action star, right? Uh-huh. Like Back in the original, he was like one step away from telling Condor one to you know stay in the kitchen where she belongs. Here, they're actually working as a cohesive team. Ashley isn't annoying, and actually, Leon does Sweet. a pretty good job of asking like if she's okay after battle, like little little oh, things. That's in, great. Yeah, little little things like that, while still if, keeping the cheese. Go for it.
1: Uh, let me interject real quick. Am I correct in remembering that they took out the like Ashley stay here? Or, like, having to hide? Or do you yeah, have to worry about it? You're me? not
0: tossing her in a dumpster.
1: <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> what
0: they do now is there is a system where it's like, hey, come by me. And she'll follow you close. Okay. Or it'll so be like, hey, stay back. And she'll stay okay. back a little bit. She'll play a little fast and loose, right? Okay. So that mechanics change. She's not always annoying. But when she gets captured, she's like, Leon, help. And you got to go, you know. Get,
1: I mean, obviously. Deal I with them. So. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, It'd be weird if she was just, like. Oh, Have thank her. you. Take me away. I'm yeah. tired of this,
0: man. But like, they do a great job with dialogue in this game because like he still has his cheesy action lines, uh-huh. like with the whole like like the title screen where they're going into the church. He's like, "What is it? Bingo night?" I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "What, Leon? You old fucking man?" <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like he still has those. Like, see you next Tuesday, okay. or no? Like when he when he's fighting one of the guys, he goes, "Hasta luego." Like it's oh,
1: yeah. that type
0: of cheese is still there, but it's not. You know, it's not like when you're watching a movie from like 2000. They say a line, you're like, "Oof, that didn't age well." Like yeah, they gotcha. did a great job of of modernizing the the dialogue when it needed to, and when that's exactly what it feels like when it comes to the combat as well. Because he's still doing you know flips and suplexes and roundhouse kicks. But what is to me the best part of the combat is they really the whole game in general. They're like, "What can what needs to be here?" What is Resident Evil Four, and what are the things we could take out? So like they took out QTEs. I have not experienced a QTE yet. Instead, you have these second moment moments of, oh shit, dodge. Or the best thing that I've seen from this game is the parry. Like you have a knife with you, Mm -hmm. and the parry is actually really good. It's not like the bad dodge mechanic in Resident Evil uh, Three Remake where it felt like, oh, there was a. you had to hit Sekiro like precision in order to actually get a dodge mm. in. It's a really reasonable amount of time that you have to parry, but the 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 whole, you know, flip of the coin is you only have certain amount of parries until your knife breaks, and then you got to find more knives or go to the merchant and and fix it yourself. So the knife becomes a more integral weapon as you go deeper into this game. And they change some of the levels around in terms of, again, we don't need those QTE events. So we're going to take those out of the game and implement them or, or make so the no, levels a little bit tighter. So no a
1: button to run away from a boulder.
0: None of that. None Bad. of that. So, again, as of what I've gotten to, I'm sure. I'm at Salazar right now. So it's still a little outrageous. Or uh-huh. a lot outrageous, but in the best bee cheese possible, while offering a combat experience that, while it feels true to its core, that this is Resident Evil 4, the blueprint, it feels modernized. Kyle, yes. from the A transfer. lot of the
1: previews said that they've added side quests. Yes. Are those side quests cool? Or are they just kind of like to pad your gameplay
0: there's something that you're gonna do along the ro- along the journey anyway so you might as well do
1: okay because oh, they, okay.
0: they do help so it's like find a golden egg well i'm exploring anyway so i'm gonna go find this golden egg Fair. or okay. you know go collect this collectible from these dead bodies like stuff like that you're gonna find them you're gonna do them um and they help you get bonuses to your weapons or little neat knickknacks along the way a lot of quality of life changes here for the better uh, and now I finally realize because Re- Resident Evil Four is my favorite Resident Evil. It's two remake.
1: Mm. Oh but, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you said Four was your favorite. Mm-mm. I got thrown off for a second.
0: But as I'm playing Resident Evil Four remake, it's like they took the same cues from Dead Space uh, remake, where it's just like, hey, what are the, again, what are the things that need to be changed here? But how can we scare old fans and give something new to the to them? while still retaining the core of Resident Evil. So there are new enemies here that you're going to run into. There are enemies placed in areas that were never there to begin with. So they still have those jump scares for the fans, but for the newcomers, it's going to feel modern all at the same exact time, not betraying its roots.
1: Is the lake still, the, the thing in the lake still there?
0: <laughs> I mean, I can tell you that.
1: Are you just throwing a never-ending supply of harpoons?
0: I couldn't tell you that. But what Uh, I will tell you is the haptics, the adaptive triggers, all of it. The speakers. This is probably the best utilization of the DualSense in a video game. It's really good. So I'm having a ton of fun with this game. Um, And now now I get it. This is definitely, I'm playing one of the best games ever made. Right here, right now. I get the hype. I love it. I...
1: There needs to be a dual sense Chainsaw controller to just like oh, the PSD one back in the day.
0: Absolutely. Now, Kyle, one more game I've been playing. But waiting two weeks to tell you this.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know what you're going to say.
0: Well, tell me.
1: Uh, y- you've gone to hell and back again.
0: Oh, no, that was last you? week.
1: No, no, oh, no. okay. Oh, oh No, but I playing?
0: experienced death in Before Your Eyes.
1: Oh, you played it?
0: Mm-hmm. Just okay. today. Okay. It was good.
1: All
0: right. It was good. So what Before Your Eyes is is a narrative-based game where when you blink... I was
1: expecting blink, more of an emotional response. Than just, <laughs> I think eh, it I, might
0: okay. I might be dead inside, Kyle. I might be dead inside myself. All right, fair. Um, where when you blink, you either advance time or advance the plot or interact with objects. It's a really cool concept, and it mm. takes the camera that eye-tracks you in PlayStation VR 2... And makes it so every time you blink, you go forward in time and you are experiencing your life flash between your eyes. Narratively, it's really good. It's a really solid uh, narrative. I only have one problem, which is the twist. um, And then afterwards, it gets a little bit long in the tooth, which I would have liked it going, oh, I know what happens now. I, I know where this leads. Take me there sooner, which it kind of meanders a little bit. Now it is an hour and forty-five minute game. I beat it in one sitting, but I would have liked it to maybe be a little tighter at the end. As well as I ran into a few weird bugs where the only way to proceed forward is to pause and unpause. And if you're a trophy hunter, this this game is, is unplatinable because the trophy all of the trophies are glitched. So oh, it's not a fun time there. But it's 15 bucks. It's a fun little narrative adventure. I definitely recommend it at 15 bucks, but yeah, I I didn't get emotional. There's actually one scene that I, I actually loathe, which, um, you know, I, I, I'll spoil this. If you heard an animal, I'm not a fan. I don't like Mm. it. And I felt Mm. that that moment was, um, 100% unneeded. So there you go. I hope that was vague enough, but I like the journey. I like where it went. Um, I just I, I felt like okay, it's good, but I saw this coming, yeah, huh,
1: yeah. We 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 need to unlock what's holding back your emotions, show.
0: <laughs> A whole lot of trauma that I've kept locked down inside. I think.
1: <laughs> we uh, we you need to embrace the cry.
0: I tried. I was like, where's the real sad part?
1: <laughs>
0: Whoa. <laughs> jesus Oh like kyle told me i'm gonna get emotional this is a sad boy game and i'm just like okay this is it
1: wow okay all I right i got it when i when i die you're gonna be at my funeral i'm like yep
0: i knew him yeah good i know
1: mm-hmm.
0: good dude solid dude
1: anyway Anyways, what's for lunch so- it- exactly <laughs> want
0: to get a burrito after this wake this is really bumming Ooh. me out
1: oh my god Kyle, hey! I'm glad you played it, though. Yeah, I, I'm happy. you oh, played
0: it. Oh, code provided as well.
1: Oh, sweet. Yeah. sweet, sweet,
0: sweet. Yeah, Kyle, I'm yeah. guessing you played the show.
1: Hold on, I gotta, I gotta turn the hat around.
0: Oh, he's turning the hat I around. Turn the Let's around.
1: see. Look at how gorgeous this hat is. Look at that. This is uh, available the, with the captain's edition physically. It comes Ooh. with the hat. Derek um, Jeter would be proud. Yeah, as as a Mets fan, and I hate the Yankees. Mm-hmm. I like Derek Jeter. I That's agree. right. He's a Respect biracial angel. That. Absolutely. Um MLB the show. 23. Yeah. Is I say it every year. It's phenomenal. Oh, this year. Truly though. I feel like they've made the right steps into making it feel like a big jump from previous in the, the small little details that Sony San Diego have are always super good at, but they've added things and made it to the next level. In this year, where I cannot stop playing, Uh-oh. Joe, I didn't play Sunday when I got home from PAX because uh, I was hurt yeah, and I sore, was just tired, tired and yeah. I fell asleep. I started Monday. I've already put in twenty nine hours. <laughs> I, <laughs> you can say I have a problem, but the only problem is playing a good ass baseball game. They do. The, they, my favorite thing is Probably. in years past when when you connect right. And you think it's a home run. You think you you made good contact. Everything sounded the same.
2: Mm.
1: Now they've added uh, levels to the sound the bat and the ball makes when you connect. Mm -hmm. So if you get a perfect, perfect, which is you nailed the ball exactly. The timing is right. Perfect. The crack of the bat is so satisfying yeah. That I am just constantly playing just to hear that again, okay. and that dopamine rush,
2: okay.
1: and, and and when it comes to and I haven't touched um, Road to the Show yet, mm-hmm. franchise March to October or the Negro League storylines yet. Mm. Um, it's all been Diamond Dynasty, and the amount of content that is in there is absurd. All right. It is absurd the uh, the number of things you can do in this game. It's phenomenal. I'm going to be putting in hundreds of hours again this year. I'm just I'm a happy boy. My comfort food is here okay. and it's delicious. Back of the and, box quote. What would you yeah. put on the of back? Back of the box? Yeah. Think about it. Think about it along. Think about it hard. Who? Another out of the park offering. And there
0: you go that's a tweet I'm going to put um,
1: and like please people in media who review this game when it comes around Game Awards times remember this game please <laughs> for the love of God they deserve some recognition yeah and I can say that because I put almost 30 <laughs> hours into the game <laughs> alright let's do it come on
0: come on do the right thing alright Kyle listen, are you holding on to something Yeah. It's time to prepare the drop. Here're the latest steals and deals headed to the PlayStation storefront. On March 27th, case files: The death of Paulette, Paulette Williams on PS4, Match Ventures on PS5, Math Fun on bow, 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 PS4, boom. Quiz of uh, This Croatia. Quiz PFI. this,
1: Croatia. All right. <laughs> that so- sounds like, you know, someone very mad at the whole country Country of
0: Croatia. Croatia. <laughs> Say, hey, quiz this, all right?
1: And then uh, a <laughs> sock right in the mouth.
0: Bam. Bam. <laughs> Snow Madness on PS4. It's like, where are you on the map? <laughs> we don't know. A Mediterranean? <laughs> question mark. <laughs> anyway. A Baltic state? Uh, 28. Next to Serbia. Oh, uh, The 29th of March. <laughs> Pirate Outlaws on PS4. Run oh, Bean.
1: You, you oh, skipped 28th.
0: MLB The Show on PS5, PS4. Runefall 2 Collector's Edition on PS5. Quiz time. Man, these motherfuckers love quizzes. Sorry for the cuss. Uh, the 29th of March. Pirates Outlaws on PS4 four run bean galactic on ps5 ps4 march 30th dredge on ps5 ps4 luna arc on ps5 ps4 saga of sins ps5 and ps4
1: time to get some sin in
0: <laughs> that's the tagline <laughs> <laughs> the last worker on ps5 ps4 until the ai takes played, it all over, you
1: know, played the last worker last year at pax yeah um, You are the last um, warehouse worker at a Amazon-like company with <laughs> your little robot buddy. Uh, phenomenal voice cast. Uh, I'm very excited for this one. Oh, nice. I believe it's also in VR elsewhere. I don't Ooh. know if it's on PSVR, but okay. at least not yet. Fair enough.
0: Uh, Blade Assault. Uh, This comes March 31st. Blade Assault on PS5, PS4. Citizen Sleeper. I have no idea what this game is. I've only heard good things.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So I can't can't wait to see what this game's all about. Hot Wheels Rift Rally on PS5, PS4, and Shikati Ninja on PS5, PS4. Yes, I butchered it. I apologize. The whole country of Japan. All right. Kyle. Um, Yes, the last worker
1: is VR and VR 2.
0: Oh, you love to see it. All right. Yeah. Well, that said, it's time for our PlayStation Plus games. of April, meet your maker Day one. This comes from the uh, Dead by Daylight devs, so go check Ooh. that out. Sackboy, a big adventure. Yeah,
1: play Sackboy. What are you yes. waiting for?
0: And then, last but not least, the Tales of Iron. Now, Never Green Game. I'm oh, sorry, Ge- Green Ger- Gorilla Gamer writes in. Sup boys? PlayStation Plus games have been announced for the month of April. Meet your maker, leading the charge with the day one release. Sackboy, a big adventure. Tales of Iron right behind Stack Month? Question mark. Tales of Iron was my first completed game this year and Ooh. absolutely loved it. Also, welcome back, Kyle. I just wrapped up all three 6-1 Indie Packs episodes, and Appreciate your guys' showcase was clean as fuck. So excited for all y'all games that you guys got to show off! They'll make for some fun indie streams. Yeah,
1: hell yeah! Really great games over yeah. there.
0: And also great PlayStation Plus games, but also it just yet again six one indie. You guys, yeah. you guys talk Qu- about the boost. Question print. for you, Joe? Yeah.
1: And in and, and, and here's here's uh, where I, I see if Joe actually watched. Yeah. Did you walk away with a game? That you're excited about from the showcase. That's oh, all I man. care
0: about. Don't ask me a week after the thing. I wa- <laughs> so here's the thing. I watched <laughs> the whole way through, and I kept on uh-huh. cheering you guys. I'm like, everybody liked the stream. Yes, I- understand.
1: I, I saw it. And I appreciate You, got, you it. gotta yep. do the damn thing.
0: There was a Soulsborn-like game there that caught my eye. If I'm not, uh-huh, if I missed uh-huh. it.
1: You're Talking, talking about, about plushie in the sky, the weird weird one, yeah, fighting with the teddy bear, yes, <laughs> like this is
0: this is an acid trip, and I'm in for this, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: that's
0: cool, yeah, not like not even an indie dude per se, but to see all the love that y'all put in shows that why why you guys are leading the pack when it comes to indie coverage. Appreciate um, it. you know, I know a friend of the show, Greg Miller, reached out and, and said how impressed he was by. Uh-huh. You guys, and I I don't see how you don't look at that and go, wow, how much money did you guys spend? Thousands of dollars, <laughs> you know? Um, it was awesome. More
1: like, I don't know, 150 buying the video crew food there you afterwards. Go.
0: Yeah. I think that's Steel. about it.
1: Yeah, it so, still hasn't fully soaked in. Dude. What the showcase was and how I should feel. Yeah. Maybe next week it'll hit me or mm-hmm. randomly. You crushed
0: but- it. I thought everybody crushed it.
1: I'm I'm very happy with it. Yeah. I love it. It's it already has more views than last year's. Ooh, um, yeah, I just I'm more curious on if the devs found it um, successful on and end.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: So so we can keep doing it. You know. Yeah. No. I I mean I even like because
0: because it's been such an inspiration watching you guys and. And watching it get made and, and seeing it a little bit behind the scenes. Oh, Spiritfall. That was a game I, I, I liked. Because yeah. it reminded me of Towerfall a little bit.
1: Um, not even that. G, I played it. It's a demo on Steam that you can oh, play. Oh, really? It's Hades meets Smash Brothers. Each stage is a Smash stage. That's and every so cool. the combat is plays like smash
0: yeah oh and it's raven's awesome. watch there you go that was the other one curse like, of the
1: dead dead gods uh, mm-hmm. uh uh dev that was a big one yeah that was exciting
0: there you go see i,
1: mm-hmm,
0: I got yeah. this oh tiny thor that was so awesome like it's just the
1: yeah. hammer mechanic like yeah so how'd much. you like the bit did it land oh it landed Of uh, me recalling Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. I, all right good 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 I, I, yeah it was I, dug good. It. I was I worried it. that i was it was too goofy
0: no not goofy enough sir so yeah, loved it. You guys killed it. And I was I was thinking midway through. I was like, yeah, I would love to do this for the trophy room. And then just seeing all the extra work afterwards, I was like, yeah, there's no way we could do this. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is way too good. There's no way. <laughs> there's no way we could even remotely follow up. That was amazing. All right, Kyle. It is time for our favorite segment. It's time for the Sony Pony Express. Yee! Gary P82 writes, just like how you can too, send us your questions, whether it's adding us on Twitter or joining the amazing Discord with hundreds of folks coming in here each and every week to share their love of video games and PlayStation with us. And God knows the dumpster fire Twitter has been Uh, So I know people are searching desperately for communities to go find and be a part of as we don't even know what's happening. Uh, I I know I've spoken to a lot of creators that have said their engagement mysteriously the last three months have been the lowest it's ever been. So, you know, when it comes to finding communities, positive ones especially, it's really hard. So make sure you join the Discord community. You get your answers read. They are the priority. They are the things that I check the most in terms of like getting questions out there. So send them our way. Again, Discord link in the description. Gary P82 writes, Hi guys. Sony have Pulled, a, sorry, put an ad out recently reminding everyone about Remote Play and how it can be played on multiple devices. Do we think we will see something like Xbox do and allow us to cloud stream games going forward on PlayStation Plus over mobile devices? So, are we gonna get like a cloud streaming service, but like a an actual uh. one? You know what I mean? Not not Remote Play, but something bigger and broader. More than we've seen from like the Gaikai, you know stuff.
1: Maybe in about a year and a year and a half.
0: Yeah, yeah. I say. I don't
1: think it's soon by any any chance.
0: I say yes. I I say you'll see something. You'll see something soon, but I think the grand vision of getting to where, like, Xbox is with, like, their cloud gaming initiative, I think would be a few years out, like, to get it on 1, par. 1,000%. Yeah, a few, yep. a few years, absolutely. That said, it's though, just I don't, like still an, don't like want to play games on the cloud.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't either. I don't want to play on my It's the reason why I don't want to sit here at my computer and play games or rather play on my TV exactly. My yeah. uh Yeah. Th- was it, like, an ad for, like, you know, on TV? No,
0: or, or, uh, on Twitter, there's like here's remote Twitter. play,
1: here's oh, how it works. Interesting, it's yeah. weird. Yeah, very strange. Very You'll get strange. it
0: soon. You'll get it soon in time. Yeah. Enigma writes, "How was PAX East? And did you see any cool indies coming to PlayStation?"
1: Oh, oh boy, did I
0: talk about them. Talk about them.
1: Oh my god. Uh, oh, where to even start? Give me five. Um, Give me five games. Uh, you always, you always say fivers. There's so many, I know. I know. Uh, really quickly, I played the Infernax uh, update. Yeah, the co-op one. Dope. The co-op uh, uh, character is amazing. Uh, that one doesn't count. That one okay. doesn't count. That Fair. was just a freebie. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. Um, let's talk about Hell of an Office. Hell of an uh, Office. So, yeah,
0: talk to me about this. I've seen it. Not uh, everybody Not about
1: officially confirmed for coming to PlayStation, okay. but the dev was talking that it. He wants it everywhere. Uh Um, We love neon white here. Yeah. It's neon white. But in hell? uh, Yeah, it is uh, you going through the offices of hell. and every level is a different office theme. That's awesome. uh, And the dev was saying how he really just wanted to make a game where the stapler was a gun. (laughs) And so you have a stapler... That shoots to like uh, break down walls so you can pass through, yeah. and also you shoot it at the ground to give you like a, a boost jump kind of kind of thing. it took my stapler. <laughs> it is super fast fit pace. It's fun if you love neon white. You're gonna love this. That's awesome. Uh, the interesting thing is though that it's not like a static level. Okay. The entire time the lava is rising. Mm. So you, if you're if you're fast but not fast enough, and the the end gate goes under the lava you have to restart the whole level oh shoot so you have to be on your a game and it's awesome okay um the next i'm only i'm trying to pick only playstation things yeah um i played another quick shout out i played fort solace that troy baker roger craig smith game yeah, yeah. uh terrible demo
0: oh but tell i me
1: love that. the vibe the reason why it was a terrible demo is tell me. i didn't have headphones uh, okay. And I was in a secluded room. Yeah. But it was on the show floor, and I couldn't hear any of the voice acting. Fair. So it was not a fun demo, because the the thing that they're pitching is, look at this incredible voice cast, this yeah. cool story. I didn't get any of that, but the cool thing about it is like, the puzzle solving, mm-hmm. the next step only sh- is shown to you after you hit the right trigger first. Okay. So I, I think it's going to be easy to, to figure out where you go. Okay, but that was another. Uh, you know.
0: Hey, what are the odds we get Roger Clark or Troy Baker to t- come on the show to talk about this game? Oh my
1: God. Oh my God. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um,
0: would be pretty nuts, huh?
1: Would be pretty nuts. Um, could happen,
0: uh, don't you think? Could, could happen. Maybe that's something we announced later this month.
1: <sighs> Joe, if you're hiding secrets from me, th- Maybe that's wild. That's wild. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm just <laughs> uh, good at bluffing. Uh, another game that is coming to PlayStation that was part of their little but Twitter indie th- indie, <laughs> indie threads is Animal Well. <laughs> um, yeah. Animal Well is a gorgeous pixel game but has like it's doing like the replace thing with lighting. Okay. Where it's like that pixel art style but the lights look super neon and bright and colorful. Yeah. Where you're just this little little circular pod person and it's just explore and you Ooh. can go whatever which way and solve puzzles in your own way and it's got beautiful weird ethereal animals and yeah. some strange is going on you don't know why it's gorgeous i can't wait for that one play um, with a lot of
0: purples and deep blues and some greens i like, I like yeah
1: that. good palette um I got I got four left. I know I'm cheating, but these are all <laughs> good <you>. ones. <laughs> One is up your alley ally. Up your alley. Um straight lights. Joe, you love a good parry, right? Uh,
0: oh my god, do I
1: Yeah. You love a good parry. Every day. This whole game is parrying the game. Oh, okay. Um it's coming to PlayStation pretty soon-ish. Um I think June. Okay. All you do in the combat is, they have normal attacks, whatever, they don't do a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. The goal is is to become, like, a parry ma- master,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, where you have to match the colors of your enemies by hitting those shoulder buttons. Um, right now, there was only red and blue, and purple was, like, the attack that you have to dodge. Um, obviously, to parry... Excuse me, orange and blue. Parry orange, you'd, you have to be orange yourself. To parry blue, you have to be blue. And by parrying is how you heal yourself and also how you build up the meter at the bottom to a point where you can hit a button to um, destroy the darkness from the enemy. And that's how you you basically vanquish them. Mm. And it's literally you just wait in there and you get the timing down. And I asked why. And they were like, you know what? We love Sekiro. (laughs) So if you like Sekiro... And that kind of parry rhythm yeah. thing to it, straight lights is up your alley, Joe. All it's, right. I think you're going to like it. You a say lot.
0: straight lights?
1: Is straight. S-T-R-A-Y-E-D. S-T-R-A-Y-E-D. E-D. Space lights. lights
0: okay. Um, Looking this up. I thought you yeah, said up your alley. Like I was like, what is this? this is no, a no, bowling no, thing no. I'm looking at.
1: No, 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 Oh, yes. Okay, we're going to get them on the show. Um, this is going to happen. Yeah. You and said Sakura. Guess
0: what? Straight Lights, developers. What are your name? Ember, S-A-S. You're coming. You're, you're going to be on the show. You're going to talk about this game. We're making it happen.
1: Next one, uh, a bummer. My demo was a bummer oh, because so the power went out halfway through. Uh, so, PAX, if you're lucky enough to get me to... On Thursday, you have an hour where you're the only people that are on the show floor. Yeah. You get to play whatever you want. Uh, my goal for that hour was, was to go play Pacific Drive, which is that roguelike yes. car game that's coming to PlayStation where yes. it's weird anomalies in the Pacific Northwest. Uh-huh. You talk about how Resident Evil does the Dual Sense right. I'm telling you right now, Pacific Drive Dual Sense is next level. It is incredible driving that car. And feeling the rumblings and feeling the gas pedal as you push down on the on the triggers. Um, I had no idea what I was doing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, full disclosure, they kind of just throw you in there. Sure. Um, the one thing that I thought was a bit of a bummer, you have the map of the, the area in the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. And the only way to see it as you drive is to you, uh, rotate your camera down to it. So you have to take your eyes off the road and it's... It takes some getting used to for sure. sure. But they have these weird like Amoeba alien things that just are out in the in the world. And like you know those sticky goo hand things that you throw against the wall? Yes. And they stick. That is Slapping literally hands. what they're trying to do with the car. They're trying to stick you and, and bring you in. And you have to maneuver and go off-road and, and and uh get out of the way of these pillars of stone that come mm-hmm. out of the ground randomly. It's so intriguing and interesting. I'm so in. But like I said, 15 minutes, the whole booth lost power. And this was 10 minutes before the show floor opened. Oh, so I was like, you no. know what? You have bigger issues to deal with. I won't ask any questions. I'll come back later. Yeah. I never made it back because the booth was constantly packed, which is a good okay, thing. Okay, good. Uh, Pacific Drive, I can't wait to play. Um, The next big one, I played Mina the Hollower, Joe. And? I mean, it's, In- it's shovel night. Incredible! Wow! Incredible! Uh, so I played it twice actually. After Pacific Drive, that booth lost power. I hopped on and played *Mean of the Hollower*. Yeah. For it had like a fifteen-minute timer demo. I had an appointment the next day to go back and see it with with Harry, and we played for an hour nonstop. They turned the timer off, so I played all the way up to the boss fight. I learned all the mechanics and whatnot. They say it's like Link's Awakening on Game Boy. That oh, is wow. the inspiration behind it. Uh, I don't have history with that, Dude, but let me game, tell you.
0: This game looks incredible.
1: Let me tell you. This game is incredible, Joe. This is an easy, easy 90 plus game. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. Well, it sounds amazing. The Xbox it Drive has amazing. it on their
0: fancy league.
1: And you know what? I, it's, gonna <laughs> it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's it's yacht club at the top of their game. Uh I got to talk to the game director who was in the booth with us and uh one of the artists. And you can just tell they just absolutely love this game. It was a passion project for them. And uh you have three different weapons you can choose a hammer, which is a bit slow, you have quick daggers, and you have like the uh chain mace thing from like Castlevania. Yeah. Um, kind of weapons, and the cool thing is, there's no dodge, but you burrow in the ground to escape enemy attacks. Okay, and it's got just an, enough of the hesitation where there is such a difficulty curve to learn it. Where the projectile is coming, and in order to miss it, you have to time it so when you jump up in the air and you hit the ground as the projectile is coming. Mm. So there's a bit of a a, a learning curve there. Um, but it, and it has this souls thing where if you die, you lose bones. I mean, and you lose sparks. And if as long as you have a spark, you get to keep your bones. Okay. Um, and to get the spark back, you defeat the enemy that killed you, or you it's similar to Shovel Knight with the, the bag of money. Yeah. Um, Mina Hollower is real good. Sure. It was my game of the show.
0: Oh, okay. Until, okay,
1: I played Goodbye Volcano High.
0: Oh my goodness! You've been really hyped on this. Huh? I'm, I'm,
1: you know what? I I am really hyped I'm on it, and I really realize I love this. I realize it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Sure, it is a narrative game. There really is no action gameplay, whatnot. There is rhythm, music, rhythm elements, uh, mini games, and whatnot. Sure, which are excellent. But the cool thing, with I did not realize they did? This is the Dinosaur High School game. If anyone yeah. didn't know. Um, the really cool thing that this game does that I wish more narrative games did is, in order to make a difficult choice, show it's not just a simple button press. Tell me, you can choose, let's say, you know, tell your friend the truth about how you really feel. If you choose that, you then go into a mini game and you have to press certain buttons to make sure that you want to make this difficult decision. Okay, so you are doubling down on making the tough choices. It's the game telling you, like, are you really sure you want to potentially ruin your friendship Ooh. or ruin
0: this relationship? Or it takes it one step further from a simple renegade or paragon option. It's Absolutely. diving into a it's, little bit more detail as to what you're about to do.
1: It's letting you know that, Hey, this is going to be a heavy consequence. Okay. Um, and I really, really dig that the voice acting is great. The music is fantastic. The art style is beautiful. Uh, one of the lead artists is, on I'm not an anime person, but um, worked on Your Name, okay. which I know is <clears throat> a, a huge anime movie that a lot of people love. Sweet. Um, and I specifically asked, uh, I think it was the community manager, I'm not entirely sure, of how it was like when they, because they had to restart the dev cycle. Yes. During the pandemic, they, they restarted, and they basically said when they announced the game, it was two weeks before the pandemic. Mm. And then they showed it off at the PlayStation showcase. And during that time, the studio became overwhelmed mm. with dealing with the real world. Sure. And so them restarting the dev cycle was really just for them to make sure their people were good.
0: That's awesome. That's and to awesome. make sure
1: yeah. that it was like up to snuff and up to the quality that they want to make. Sure. And, so it, was, um, it wasn't
0: more so like starting from zero. It was. No, hey. it was
1: just making sure that everyone is in a good headspace. That's excellent. Um, And the story is literally like, what? how do you live your life when you know the world is going to end? Because she basically said, like, they know the meteor is coming. Yeah. And so this is the story of them, how they choose to live their senior year of high school, knowing the meteor is going to come and obliterate everybody.
0: Yeah, and that's told through the trailer. So everybody go. Absolutely,
1: yeah, 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 no, I'll it's, it's. I'll fight you in the streets. It's out there, right. um, and it's awesome. It's very, uh, um, well represented in the uh the the queer community as well the main character is non-binary oh, cool. there's a lot of uh, queer representation that people who played really really dig and and love that they're being represented it is uh it's pretty damn good and i'm excited it's Ooh. coming out in june they're excited about it i yeah it's good it's gonna be a good time fair enough fair enough
0: that's there's been so all many the other games, games but <laughs> no, post, post show i'll go post some show it up
1: really fun ones
0: know, writes in Here's the next question on the list. Hey, guys, hope you're both doing well. So I wanted to ask you guys your thoughts on Xbox dropping their $1 hair uh, for new subscribers deal. For people who are not aware of this $1 deal, it was notorious for getting many months for $1, at least for stacking. I never did it, but I'm sure I'm, I'm not sure how it works. And it shockingly... Took this long for Xbox to drop it. So, do you think this is Xbox starting to price up, uh, or sorry, starting to up the price for Game Pass, and could PlayStation Plus see this in the future? I think they've seen them do some $1 deals before for PlayStation Plus, and I bet they're going to start. Um, You know, we got to realize two things here, folks. $15 is the growth number. That number is going to go up one day. That being said as well, $1 was the growth number to get you into the door and then the shut the door and lock the key. And hopefully by locking it, you're like, oh, damn, the, the lock is all these great games. Here's the deal, though. Play, or Xbox is about to have their biggest year literally ever. Like, There's so many games coming out in the pipeline. Did you see the Hellblade, Hellblade lady's face? Oh, that looks good.
1: How dare they yeah. show that during the indie showcase? Damn How good. Dare they? Damn
0: good it looks. Um, but like you got Redfall, you got Starfield, you got Forza coming out this year. These are three massive games, especially Starfield. So you're going to lock people into that $15 tier. They're not letting you just, you know, listen, this is not a Ruby Tuesdays where you see the Jell-O, you see the salad bar and you're like, I'm going for it. No, this (laughs) is them saying, Hey, this is, this is it now. We're getting real with this subscription price. It is what it is. It's 15 bucks. And you're gonna, we're we're gonna get that fifteen bucks out of you when Starfield comes out. That's that's what I'm reading into it. What about you, Kyle?
1: Yeah, I I echo everything you just said. It, Fair enough. It's it's, I don't think they ever wanted that to stay around for too long. Yeah, they're they're obviously seeing on their end that less and less people are using that as an entry point, and right. they're just already in it. Do the us so moment- we'll just take it away.
0: I mean, just think about it. It's also a good sign when that, that deal is going through. You're going to have Diablo. You're going to have, like, Call of Duty. Like, you're going ha- like, to have Call of Duty. Why have people just test out the waters for a dollar? Yeah, kill the deal while the news is slow and just get it out of the way so then, when the big games come out, people are locked in or locking in. So, yeah, that's what my thinks are. Or what I'm thinking is. Whatever. I, words.
1: That's what my thinks are? You know,
0: I'm yeah. editing that out so that you say it <laughs> No, no, I no, don't.
1: no, 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 no. No, that's amazing. I love it. Keep it 30 in, in,
0: in the morning. Greg VK49 <laughs> writes, what's your most anticipated game for 2024 onwards? Ooh. Bruh. I don't know what I'm going to have for breakfast tomorrow. You're telling me about next year, Greg. Um, I got an easy one. Go for it.
1: Because I don't believe it's coming out this winter. Go for it. It's Final Fantasy Remake Two. Oh, that's Seven fair. Remake
0: two. What about Mina the Hollower? You have dots. Uh,
1: uh, maybe.
0: Okay, December. Uh, what a month! What a month!
1: What a month! Uh,
0: okay. I mean the safe answer is Wolverine because this is a PlayStation that show, was, but
1: that's my number two.
0: Yeah, uh, it's the Mandalorian game that everybody knows is Ubisoft's working on. Because let me tell you something, I saw the latest episode of Mandalorian, and yes, the season is kind of like confusing in terms of how the plot's moving. But what I will say is, it's cool when the Mandalorian walks around and shoots things, and I would love nothing more. Look at me. <laughs> Zoom in all you people that trash on games and service games all the time. Like it's the cool young hip thing to do. Like it, like it, like you have a special opinion because you hold it. Oh, games and service games are dumb. I want a games of service Mandalorian game where I get to trick out my armor. I get to see numbers shoot up in the sky. I want mini guns. I want blasters. I want, I want dark sabers. I want it all. I want customizable pauldrons. I want it. Customizable, what my clan is. Mm. Ooh, wee. Mm. Ooh, wee. I would love that more than anything in the world. This is the way I want that game's a service game. That live service element. Me dropping down, literally dropping down with my jetpacks, with my boys, liberating towns, maybe robbing a few folks, doing a little bit of good, doing a little bit of bad because you're Mandalorian. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Gun for hire? How does that not sound fucking cool? Sorry for the cuss again. It's late. It's 2.30 in the afternoon now. It's amazing. That's what I want.
1: You started at 1.30 in the morning and he, that whole rant was 11 hours.
0: Yeah. Uh you in the streets. I,
1: no, nothing to add to that, but mm-hmm. uh, I love seeing uh, on a different game note Yeah. Uh, another live service game. I love seeing John Cena in Fortnite. What do you mean? He's in Fortnite.
0: I don't see him in Fortnite. <laughs> <That's
1: funny>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. It's like John Cena is shooting people. That's that's weird.
0: <laughs> Last question of the night. This comes from Dewane Raksha. He oh. uh, he says, gentlemen, I've done it. i finally found a use for the back paddles on the Dual Sense Edge controller. I mapped out the right paddle to r3 which is was, was the target lock button in diablo 4's beta prior to the beta i've never played a diablo with a controller Ooh-wee. so the question is what if any has been your favorite uses that you found the extra functions of the DualSense edge now kyle you're not a dual sense edge boy right nope uh my my favorite functionality is every two hours i have to charge it i think that's real great <laughs> uh jokes <laughs> about the battery life aside Dude, I love these paddles. Look at these paddles.
1: Look at them. Look at them go.
0: Yeah, they feel so nice. Um, I love the 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 function buttons, right? The how to like to quickly swap out of things in and out. So I have one profile that is Titanfall. Uh that's the preset name because it's mm-hmm. it gives me the slide and the jumpy jump that I need uh, uh on the certain buttons, so it makes me like when I'm aiming down sight, I duck like like a like a madman, like you see those wild kids do. Then I have a Fortnite one that does something similar, but because the buttons are different, um, I've I've mapped them to the back paddles again. So I essentially use it for my slide, my jump, or whatever is the mechanic I need to dodge or uh get into cover of something. So if I was in playing Gears of War, it would be the I would only be using one paddle on the back here and it would be for my uh crab walk Mm. so there you go Nice. that's some cool gamer terms ever heard of them nah couldn't be me i've
1: heard their mistake
0: nah we're fine we're a good bunch out here you just gotta weed you just gotta weed them out every once in a while you know yeah kyle that's been it for the trophy room this week we're gonna be reading m9 prime's question and katie's question in the after show but can i just say this is awesome having you back i've just had a fun time talking games with you bud
1: same i miss you shit you too i miss everyone who listens yeah. in the discord as well it was it was good to be back
0: i love you all very much i love you go with that said is there anything kyle you'd like the spotlight before we head on out of here
1: yeah, if you if you thought that uh, the mini-indie showcase we talked about w- was cool and you want to see what it is, go check out uh, 61indie.com slash showcase. Not only is the, uh, the show itself all 44 minutes of it and 33 indie games, but also every single game has its own page with what it is, with links to where to buy it and socials, as well as there are, I think, seven or eight developer interviews for some of those games. Mm-hmm. Um, so go check that those out, and then you can follow me on uh, Twitter and pretty much everywhere at Mr.
0: Kyle, right before we left, I wanted to see if there's anything on Twitter we missed. Yeah, um uh-oh. Did we miss something? A tweet from Dom the Bomb, who does a lot oh, okay. of uh, Last of Us coverage. Uh, uh, hey, Ellie, we're on PC now with our yikes face. It is Joel and Ellie riding a horse that's seemingly in heaven, or like, you know, in The Matrix where they get their loadouts? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It kind of looks like that floating objects in the world. Ellie's hair is now on her shoulder, and she looks kind of like Eleven from Stranger Things. Yes. Yeah, oh, this is
1: no. Rough. This doesn't Ooh-wee. look very good. You know what? Maybe I take back
0: those cyberpunk comments. Maybe this. What is be... up with
1: that? What is up with that horse's back leg? Why? Why is there a divot there? I don't know. I don't know. Yikes!
0: Yeah, that looks as good as the Twitter blue rollout.
1: Oh, with that
0: said, you can follow me over at MrBadBit over on Twitter. You can find us over at P.S. Trophy Room on Twitter. And if you like the show, please hit us up with a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Again, we are only four reviews away on Spotify from hitting 500. So give us those five-star reviews. It really does help us out. It grows this show. It helps us really... And all, truth aside, it helps us premiere on the charts. It's the reason why we're able to hit so high on the charts, is because of your reviews, because of your your generosity with your time. And speaking of generosity, uh, consider becoming a patron over at Patreon.com/slash PS Trophy Room. It's the reason why there are no uh, manscape ads yet on this podcast because of your <laughs> generosity over at Patreon.com/slash P. Trophy room. So, with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody keep your wits about you, keep hunting, and keep playing PlayStation. That was my pen. (laughs) I thought that would make a cooler sound.
1: I love you.